Welcome to Grant Thornton's podcast channel, offering our latest insights on business, economic, and financial trends. From technology to regulation to employee management, you can afford a status quo approach. Check back regularly for status go insights to drive your business forward. Today we're talking with Grant Thornton's Chris Stevenson and Laverne Council on the topic of the CFO-CIO partnership in driving digital transformation. Chris is principal of the firm's business consulting and technology practice and leader of its financial management service. He specializes in delivering finance transformation, cost and performance management, finance operations, and shared service design. Laverne serves as national managing principal for enterprise technology strategy and innovation. She's more than 30 years of experience in both the public and private sector, implementing global technology solutions and supply chain strategies that drive growth and innovation in industries, including healthcare, consumer products, and telecommunications. Let's talk about the CFO and CIO's roles in helping to drive innovation in the modern enterprise. Our recent CFO survey found that, in fact, nearly half of our respondents report that the CFO actively drives an innovation culture. And similarly, more than 80% of CIOs believe that they should be driving innovation and modernization programs. And I'm wondering if you can talk a bit about how CFOs and CIOs can work together to drive that innovation within the enterprise. The other side of innovation that's not talked about enough is that, that an innovative company fails as much, if not if not more, than they succeed with, with different innovative ideas. Uh, the purpose of innovation is, is to push, um, push the edges of comfort and push the edges of, of the adoption cycle and, and try new things. And, and with, um, with the new environment, with these software as a service, with the faster ROIs, there's a lot more opportunity to try things even if they're not successful and not and not have a huge impact to the bottom line of organizations. I think the CFO and the CIO as 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 the experts in how to spend money and how to build a portfolio of of, of different investments really have to lead the bus in 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 both trying new things that may or may not work, uh, but being aggressively to be first to market or faster to market but also be there to support their teams when they do try things and fail. I think showing the willingness to experiment, the willingness to um, um, try different aspects, and when things succeed, celebrate, but when things fail, learn, is two things that the, the CFO and the CIO, if they come with that message back to the business together, they can actually change the entire culture across the organization. What, what I find is that most organizations are not prepared for failure because that requires that you have to understand that not everything works and most want guarantees. And, and for that reason, sometimes innovation gets stalled um, because they're afraid to try something because no one wants to be accountable when it doesn't work. Um, our research shows us that digital dexterity, the ability and the willingness to really try new things and innovation is actually fairly low. And those organizations that have a high capability of dexterity tend to be much more effective in the use of digital because they're much more agile in their reality about what the outcome should be. Those folks that really are um, um, a little more risk adverse, um, who talk about it a lot, who take a lot of time to think about it, oftentimes drive up the cost of it, and by the time they make their decision, guess what? That technology is no longer new. I don't think it's just a CFO-CIO problem, though. I think it is a cultural norm 
that has to be established throughout the organization that this is a new way of growth, this is how we're going to do it, and we all own that, the more successful you'll see people be in this area. There are two other critical issues that I think both CFOs and CIOs are working against, one of which is data management. You know, we're seeing uh, the sheer the sheer amount of data that organizations are having to digest, manage, and monitor continues to grow exponentially. And similarly, any transformation efforts clearly are needing to adhere to cybersecurity standards. And I'm wondering if you could comment on these critical challenges. One of the biggest pieces that, that, that scares me right now um, with the data set is not just the amount of data, but the quality of the data within an organization. Uh, most, most large organizations have data quality organizations that work way downstream from the time uh, comp- um, data is ingested to when they actually clean it. And all of that time between ingestion and cleaning data is time that's lost for a lot of these new technologies to actually take advantage of time to market, time to decision, time to work. So I actually think one of the biggest trends we're going to see is is organizations rationalizing what data they really need that they're using to make decisions. I think you're going to see the cleansing go all the way to the point of ingestion where companies do not want to take data on that isn't clean and they don't want to take data on they don't need. I think that is 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 complementary to the a lot of the privacy and 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 data um, uh, control standards that are that are coming out now through legislation and other rules, um, because there's no reason to have data that that is unnecessary within an organization anymore. So I think you're going to see a big rationalization of data um, as this as this um, as this next uh, wave of technology comes in to see, and I think you're going to see a real desire to make sure it's entering the organizations um, in a clean fashion so it does not have to be cleaned at a later date, and the new technologies can take advantage of it from the moment it shows up. I think Chris is is making an incredibly important point, which is um, the need to own the data. In order to cleanse it, somebody has to own it. Someone has to understand the value of it. And one of the biggest issues right now with data is not only the proliferation of it, but the fact that many times, it's not IT's data. It is the business's data. It is the customer's data. It is the transaction's data. And so the issues around privacy, quality, security, all lead to one big issue, which is trust and use of data. The newest legislation on privacy is going to drive people to have to take much more accountability to what they do with any excess data how long they retain it, and then how they actually protect it. And ultimately, if you say you can make it anonymized, can you really do that? There's a lot of studies out right now that say, no, you can't. Um, And I think it's probably one of the biggest issues of our time is what we're going to do in this area, how we're going to, to manage AI, machine learning, but ultimately people's privacy. By all accounts, we may be heading down the road to a recession or at least a downturn. What do you think this will mean for CFOs and CIOs as they plan, prioritize, and manage digital transformation initiatives? One of the things that has always been an issue is not enough money to do everything that people want related to technology. This is always an ongoing issue. And setting for an agile prioritization capability is so, so important. Having standards and and metrics that you're going to set as hurdle rates 
for any kind of investment is critical, and having that sort of understood before people ask is even more important. Because the worst thing that could happen to a CIO is it looks like they're changing the rules depending on who's asked. It needs to be very clear. It needs to be a scorecard that all the business partners understand, and it ultimately needs to show how they're going to help that business grow and focus on the things that are critical for that business's health. I think that's such a great structure that Laverne laid out um, on how to think about uh, uh, just the discipline and, and, and structure that goes with that, especially during a downturn when decisions have to be made faster and there's a lot more pressure on them. I think organizations that follow what Laverne just said can, can actually come out of this recession stronger. The, the ROI on some of these some of these new technologies and some of this transformation is, is, is actually very fast ROI. And so savings can be found from these investments to make them budget neutral or even budget positive in the same year. Organizations that follow that discipline and, and run with what works and, and start to and kill quickly what's not working can actually use those savings and give part back to the bottom line of organizations that are going to need it during a recession, but also save half or, or part of those savings to continue to invest in other technologies throughout the recession. Organizations that have that discipline really have a great opportunity to, to, to come out of this recession um, stronger in a competitive advantage to, uh, to, some, to some others in the market. Thanks for listening to this Grant Thornton podcast. For more podcasts, search for Grant Thornton on iTunes. Leave us a review and tell us where your business needs insights now. Or visit www.gt.com for podcasts, articles, videos, and more. This content is not intended to answer specific questions or suggest suitability of action in a particular case. For additional information about the issues discussed, contact a Grant Thornton LLP professional.